I called you. I called you at what was it? Seven fifty-seven. Yeah, and you didn't answer. Oh, you said. And then all of a sudden, the call ended. The call ended because I hung up. And then all of a sudden, this big thing on my screen says you have updates. And I thought, don't want to get in the middle of something. And then all of a sudden, everything goes to shit because I didn't, you know, update it. So I thought, let me just go ahead and take a couple seconds. It. Here we are. Nice. Yes. Did you call Jerry? I have. Where the hell is he? I have no idea. I was just talking to him two seconds ago. You were talking to him on Skype? I'm on the phone. Oh, I don't know. Maybe he's peeing. Is this thing on? Where is I was just, where did you go? Due to the graphic nature of this program, listener discretion is advised. We at Front Row Material really appreciate the fact that you have nothing else better to do with your time. This is Front Row Material. God, I wish I had something cool to say. It wouldn't connect me right. I told you I have a slow computer. Oh, jeez. Are you using dial-up again, Jerry? Very funny. He put his guinea pigs on the wheel. (laughs) There it is again. It says your 30-day. Oh, okay, never mind. Okay, we're good. You know what I had to do right before this? What? Go to the bathroom? No, I turned the computer on, and then right away this little message popped up saying your McAfee antivirus whatever expires today. So I had to have Pam come in here and take care of that because I don't want my computer to get chlamydia or anything. <laughs> Mine did the same thing, Jerry, and I tried to call Mikey, and then all of a sudden, the minute he didn't answer, I think that's a very valid point to make here. At 7.57, my computer went into the same thing. So whatever yours possibly has, it spread to mine. No, mine's clean. So I think <sighs> yours was too late. I don't know. I'm on a Mac, so the hell with all yours. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my God. I just had to brush my teeth again. Why? We don't need to get into why, but I'm just saying. Cybertosis? I had to brush my teeth. Do you um, you brush your tongue? fur in between the teeth. Got a little fur in between. That's nor here nor there. Do do you you guys brush your tongue when you brush your teeth? I have a Sonicare and a tongue scraper. Ooh, I got to get one of those. Yes, you do. I heard those are super nice. They're awesome. Nice. What the? What the hell was that? Someone calling you? Oh, my wife is sending me a text. Uh-oh. Oh, no. she's she's left you by yourself again? Now what? You don't know. I have a rule. What's your rule? My rule is no dogs on the fucking bed. Uh-oh. Oh, I have three dogs, and the two of them are more or less outside dogs. And Jesse, the little one... He's like both inside and outside, but he sleeps with us. That's I can't beastie. stand that. That's beastiality. Well, he puts out so much body heat, though. It's crazy. We're a little for, dogs. For and a you know what? You said he puts out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I kept going past that point. Wow. But uh, And he can't just lay next to you. It's like he'll circle around and then throw himself right against your side. He's like a leaner. He leans on you. And every time I have to move and change positions he'll let out this disgusting sigh like a <sighs> and get he gets mad because i move it's like come on then he's got to rearrange again and throw himself into my side again when he lays down and he's practically pushing me off the bed and you wonder why you need your hip replaced yeah right it's not wrestling it's your it's, it's your home life it's with your dog, dog. <laughs> oh. 
How much does that Sonicare cost, by the way? Oh, you can find them. Usually, uh, Kohl's every once in a while will have a sale on them, and you can get them really reasonably priced and the refills for them, too. But uh, I love that thing. I've been using it for I don't know how long. You're happy with the tongue scraper, too? Oh, yeah. That's just a cheapy, you know, $3, $4 tongue scraper from, I don't know, Target or something. I can't remember where I got it. Because I got a really are we talking about. I got a really bad because like I gotta get back in like when when I'm brushing my tongue really good because I was watching the show called The Doctors. Have you ever watched that? I and try not to because I don't want to get paranoid. Oh, that'll make you paranoid, all right. I watched an episode and I'm I'm doing my tongue and I have a really bad gag. Re- well, not as bad as it used to be, but like when I try to go really really far down and they say you're supposed <laughs> to get a good scraping. Well, we're never they, dating. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm just trying to find out if anyone else has these issues. Yes, I do. When they uh, the dentist one time tried to take impressions of my teeth, and when they were doing the bottom one, it, she she was having a hard time getting it out. And when she pried really hard on it, I just gagged really hard, and I was like, "I'm sorry." She goes, "No, that's a good thing." You, or she said, "It's not a bad thing." She says, "You just have a very good gag reflex, which helps you not choke on food Correct. and stuff." Correct. So I'm trying to figure out how I can do this because I have a bad gag reflex. I'll get like three-fourths of the way down my tongue, and then like that little that little hill that you have before it goes down your throat, they say a lot of bacteria gets back there. So I'm trying to scrub that, and then I'm like – and so. <laughs> uh, thanks, for the, thanks for the sound effects. Yeah. So. One good thing is we don't have the visual, so that's good. I can turn my camera on right now. Oh, if like. don't you dare. Okay. Stuart. <laughs> Stuart. No, you were, you were reading me the riot act. Cause I said you were yeah, you, Mikey and I were beavis and butthead. Who were you? <laughs> and yeah. Stuart was the only person I could think of. That was a regular on the show. Why? Well, I, I, w- I would have gone with Mike judge, but no, I'm winger. <laughs> and then everyone chimes in. Hmm. I went ahead and put on Twitter, Winger's the kid like the uh, – I think the description was he's like a slightly overweight, self-entitled, upper-middle-class kid who no one wants to hang out with and wets the bed. Well, I wasn't going that far. I didn't mean that. And I was never upper-middle-class. The other things might be slightly accurate. Mikey, how are you? I'm very excited to hear about your uh, escapades in, uh, in Chillicothe, Ohio. Well, there, we, probably, there, we probably should start the show first because he's got a – Pretty good rant. I'm all about I, it. I don't know if I have a really good rant, but what the fuck is going on over there? I hear a commotion in the back. Here? Can you get me some water cold, please? <laughs> <laughs> Can you get me some water cold? Who says yeah. it like that? And a just tongue some, scraper? Just some. Just Yeah. Get one of those mason jars for me. <laughs> Thank you. No ice. Please. Well, no, I'm drinking coffee and I got uh, I would of slap. I would slap the shit. I said it nicely. Wait, when you're drinking coffee at 730 at night. Oh, I'll drink coffee till about, eh, about one ish before I uh, go. To and you, you can go to sleep. Oh, absolutely. Wow. That's hardcore. Yeah. I've tried this new stuff with the K cups. I forget the name of the. Thank you. Appreciate that. Is this the filtered or non-filtered? Okay. Cool. <laughs> Oh, that's great. All right. So you're in the same boat we are. Yeah. I 
If we have our significant others on here, we would all be ripped to shreds. Oh man, you don't you, you don't want to know what it's like living with me. That's not 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 a story. I'm fat. I'm fat. It would take a really 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 long time to rip me to shreds. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> it's terrible, terrible. You know, it's our one month anniversary. You guys, it's one month. That's it. Yeah. Does it feel longer? Fucking years. The way you <laughs> describe it, it sounds like puppy love. <laughs> I was, anniversary. I was to, I was told I was told earlier today that I need to make that a point to let you know it's our month anniversary by the program. Huh? By who? Young Matthew. No, was it Matthew or Ephraim Pod? Aren't they one and the same? I, I think so, but I don't I don't really know anymore. The Halifax Matt is the FMR Ooh, Pod. Ooh, fantasy football. Here we go. Hold on. Mike McCarthy got fired. Did you hear that? Ugh. Who's that? The head coach of the Packers. Okay. Yeah. This is not good. My team is pro- projected to score 87 points. Not good. That sounds off. That's not good. Well, that sucks. Anyway, moving on. I am, uh, I'm good whenever you are. What's with this 30 day anniversary? Well, it's just, it's a milestone. I mean, you know, it's, it's a, it's a month. You know how a lot of people, you know, celebrate certain benchmarks, you know, a year, six months. Yes. Some yes. people do the half birthday thing. Well, yes. it's just, Children. it's just been th- Children. It's been, it's been 30 days. Hey, I can leave days, it. I can, everybody. I can leave it at that. I can leave it at that. The Halifax Matt wanted me to bring it up. I thought it was a great idea. I just thought you would be more receptive in our relationship, Mikey. It seems like Jerry's very appreciative of it. Jerry, happy well, 30, see, Jerry, uh, 30 Jerry. day anniversary. I'll be expecting a gift in the mail. See what you started? I know. Now they expect gifts. Or a card. Something. I can send you one of those uh, Instagram – or not an Instagram. What do they call those things? Um, They're like e-cards. Oh, there you go. I can send you an e-card. I'll take it. I'll take it. It'll work. Don't send me one. Jerry's very appreciative. Thank you, Jerry. And by the way, send me the details on that uh, tongues information after we're done. What kind of detail? Tongue scraper. Well, no. What I'm saying is there a certain – like a model number or anything like that so I can go ahead and – Oh, hell. I don't know. It's just a plastic tongue scraper with a handle. Jerry got them when they first – Jerry got them when they first came out. The model number is one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the same with the social security number. His social security number is one as well. Oh, thanks, That's terrible. Mike. That's terrible. That's Lance, terrible. Lance is going to be mad. You're taking all of his old jokes. Oh, that's that's a shame. <laughs> so, any, let me ask you this: in ECW, Jerry, like Jerry, in, walked, Jerry walked into the antique store and they kept him. Oh, really? Horrible. He went swimming in the Dead Sea when it was only sick. Uh, <laughs> oh, and I thought I I'm heard so, them all. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If if someone were to uh, go through. <laughs> Ah, gosh damn it! <laughs> we have Thank to we you. have to change the we have to change the shirt that Matt designed. If we if we decide to use that shirt, we can do that. I don't have a problem. It, ha- with it. it has to be it has to be gosh damn it, or just or, damn it, or just damn it. Like that's ah, damn it. Perfect. I'm good with that. I didn't realize you were doing the funk thing for a second. I thought we were going down that road that we agreed that we weren't going down before. So I was like, whoa, what road? What road? What road? The voice road. What voice road? The voice road. Oh, should we do the? Were we not going down that road? Let's do the. No, start. We're, we're going let's down do voice start. roads. We let's started. do the start. Let's get the show started. We you started. Me do, you mean oh, do we the did? start? Oh, 
I, we're not going to have like a. We're going to have a start. We're in an intro. You want an intro right now, Jerry? Yes, I well, agree just, with you. Yeah. On this one. We just we just ramble into the and then he'll just splice together and put an intro in. We've we've kind of been rambling. Yeah, so perfect. Maybe it'll be usable. So, Mike, you're just going to do the intro. We'll just find a place where it fits. Okay. We just talk and make noises. You're, you're the one that's got to put this shit together. This is true. Yeah. He's got the hard part. It's like Tetris. Well, I tell you what, with that being said, welcome to another episode of Front Row Material. <laughs> no, My name is... No, here we Wait, go. no? <laughs> what is that? That was you perfect. Start, you started almost giggling halfway through. That's, that's <laughs> Have some perfect. pride in your work. Uh, fine. All right. In this podcast? We'll do it again. I was about to say thank you, Jerry. <laughs> thank you very much. Listen, Mike, if you can't have yourself together. I consider myself to be pretty together for the most part. I'm still very upset about the winger thing. That's all I can think about right now. And there we go. We got it. Mikey, how about your weekend? Uh, the meet and greet? Let me tell Let me tell you, first of all, about Chillicothe, Ohio. That's it. What's the population about? Well, let's see. I think the population is about 3,000. Oh, and wow. in that 3,000, you probably have about 36 teeth. Oh, Jesus. Oh, no. oh, my God. Oh, my God. I hope you don't end up going back there to that. Oh, man. No, no, no. no. Return bookings. Actually, mm. it, wasn't, it was funny because when I was talking to Chris, Chris Hughes is our, our guy. He, he picked me up in Cincinnati. And we're driving from Cincinnati to Chillicothe. Which, when I checked it on the map thingy, the the uh, you know the the maps app on the iPhone, yeah, the thingy, it said, you know the the map gimmick, it said, an hour and forty minutes, yeah, blow me, it ain't no hour <laughs> and forty minutes, it took like two and a half hours to get there in the rain and the fog, so we get there and we didn't have time, we didn't have time to stop at the hotel first to check in or anything, so right to the building, didn't have time to stop and eat, nothing because they had this meet and greet at five o'clock. Well, I roll in about 5.15 to Chillicothe, and they say, oh, go down this road here, and when you see the big tank, make a left. I said, the big tank? Like, what kind of tank? Like a water yeah. tank? They had a giant army tank parked right on the front lawn of this high school. I don't, <laughs> know, I don't know the significance, because I don't know of any real um, military exercises or anything in Chillicothe, but they have a giant fucking tank outside the high school. I found that pretty interesting. So we're we're doing this meet and greet, and I wanted to hang out and talk with Chris, you know, Shane Douglas and the guys. And the thing, the meet and greet started at five. I said, okay, five, the bell time's at eight. So maybe, you know, this is going to be like an hour, hour and a half. Yeah, this meet and greet was three hours long. Wait, so it went from what, five to eight? Five to eight, right to bell time. That's a little long for me, Reed, isn't it? This was like convention length. Uh, were the guys on the show doing the meet and greet too? Because don't they have to get dressed and all that? Get ready? Is? Yeah, but but like they had uh, Abdul the Butcher was there, and Abby wasn't working, so he's at, at the end of one table. <clears throat> then they had uh, the Boogeyman was there, and he was all dressed up in his gear. And Billy Gunn was there, and he was kind of half-dressed, I guess. <laughs> and Bobby Fulton well, was there. What? Well, <laughs> Why are you laughing at that, Mike? He, he is an ass man, so yeah. Oh, Jerry said, "Well, I'm like that's a deep subject." <laughs> really? Oh my god! Oh, anyway, Mike. so Billy Gunn was there, and then Bobby Fulton was next to Billy, and then I was on the end. And 
it was a decent decent rush for about 45 minutes. You know, I kept busy and then nothing. It almost seemed like for another two hours, I just sat there. So it was like like you and I, when we took that picture together, what town was that? That was up in Hazleton. But Jerry, that was was like 20 minutes. Right. But it was at the next two hours and 15 minutes was like when the rush stopped. Yes. And I'm like, oh, God. And I couldn't talk to anybody because Billy Gunn was all the way at the other end of the table. And Bobby Fulton left because he was running the show. So they put some, some lady was there kind of controlling the non-crowd. And I was just like, <laughs> okay, oh. So and on top of this, it was, I had a massive migraine. So oh. I was just like suffering the whole time. And people were talking to me, very nice people, coming to say hello. Halifax Matt was awesome. He tried to order me Chipotle's, but they were, not, they were not delivered to the high school. So I couldn't eat. So I said, I'm just begging for some Chipotle's. So some fan comes over and gives me a thing of nachos. <laughs> Did you get color? With ch- no, I thought about it though. Okay. Tried, what, what can I do here to kind of lighten lighten the mood? <laughs> so that so then, but they had like Curtis Hughes and Shane Douglas and all the heels were on the other side because kayfabe was still a thing, I guess, in Chillicothe. <laughs> well, at least they're trying. They're trying. So I'm like, I can't, I can't. I don't. I can't talk to anybody. And then one fan who was actually kind of a little bit smart, I guess, he goes. Oh look, they have the heels over here, and they're trying. They're trying to do kayfabe, and they kind of started laughing a little bit. And I'm thinking, now we're trying to kayfabe. Now the marks are making fun of us. <laughs> like, what's what's wrong with these people trying to act like it's real? What's wrong with these people? These idiots. And I'm like, oh, good god. Uh, but it was now it was it was cool. And then, then uh, you know the show was, you know the show was a show. They had. Uh, one door for the heels, one door for the baby faces, which was kind of neat. That was a throwback. Um, you know, the show was good. I refereed the main event with Bobby Fulton and Shane Douglas. So that was a, that was kind of cool. Uh, and then we tried to go eat, and we were going to go to Buffalo Wild Wings, but they closed at like 11, I guess, or 12. And by this point, it was probably around 11 o'clock. So we went to Applebee's because they were open till 1. And let me just say this. What's so funny about this? A lot of things close early in Ohio. I'm sorry. It's just the way it works. Gas stations are at 10. So Same in North Carolina, I think. Yeah. Well, I'm not used to this, I tell you. But <laughs> we went to Applebee's. Okay. And let's just say this. When Abdul the Butcher is the voice of reason. Oh, boy. Pointing out that this restaurant is filthy. That's got to tell you something. Well, it- did, does he still own a restaurant? Because he had a restaurant in Atlanta, know. didn't he? He did. And I think they had like his picture above the fireplace at that mm-hmm. restaurant. At the Applebee's? No. no. Oh. Abdullah's House of Ribs. But this place was like filthy. And then we're sitting there, and this fucking waiter starts vacuuming. <laughs> you know, like sweeping the, sweeping the floor while we're eating. So Abby says to the guy, he goes, I, I know you're in a hurry to leave, but you know you shouldn't be... You know, sweeping the floor while we're here trying to eat. So the fucking waiter was pissed. So then Shane Douglas comes in. And we had already ordered our food and everything else. So Shane wanted just two burgers, no bun, with an egg on top and mushrooms. And like a side of broccoli or some shit. He's doing that keto or keto Keto diet? Yeah, he's doing that. Yeah, he's lost a lot of weight. He's lost at least 20 pounds. How'd you go on this keto diet? 
or not. I just won't go out. I just won't. I just continue to eat. <laughs> <laughs> and fatter and fatter. Why were Why were we afraid to say anything after he said that? I don't know. I just I just felt like, oh, I see. <laughs> then I wouldn't be able to call you Chunky Mikey. What do you? Well, okay, well, so now let me ask you. What? Go ahead. Ask me. Go ahead. Wait, so what? Okay. Do you do you want to lose weight? Is that like something? Is that a goal of yours, or do you do you feel comfortable with your weight? I've wanted to lose weight for twenty years. <laughs> so if you want, if you want to, if you want to lose weight, what are we talking like 10, 15 pounds? Something that's reasonable, brother, or are brother, you please ten ten to fifteen pounds? Yeah, from my fucking my leg. <laughs> oh my ten to fifteen pounds. Uh, if really, you're trying to get I, a ballpark, I would love a ballpark right about now. Those those fries are great. <laughs> they plump when you cook. That's why you haven't lost weight in 20 years. That's right, because everything keeps reminding you. That's, see, it's the problem. I got problems. <laughs> did you talk Did you talk to Shane when he problem. sat down? What? Did you talk to Shane and say, hey, you know, what are you doing or? No. Oh. Okay. Well, he was never Just, really fat. No, I'm not. He No, he was not. What I'm saying, though, is if he's doing keto, did you ask him, say, hey, by the way, I noticed you're getting a burger or two without a bun and you're getting things a certain way. Are you, you know, are you more health conscious? What are you working on, et cetera, et cetera? And then he could go into describing what he's doing. I was just wondering. Well, I didn't want to, you know, say, hey, you know, you're, you're keto. You know, you try to lose weight because that would imply then that he was fat or no. overweight in some way. No, so I don't want to. Even no, it just up. means getting healthier. I would look at it that way. That was like back in the day we tell Candido he was looking lean. Oh, fuck, he'd freak out. He'd start mm. going to the gym like right away. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, wow. my God. That was a good rib years ago, especially someone who was on the gas. As you'd, and you'd walk up to him and say, uh, you've been feeling good lately? You look like you've lost some weight. Oh, boy, does that mess with their mind? Yeah. That's cruel. One time, uh, Pitbull number one, Anthony, he was he was sitting there ta- telling everybody, he was talking to Sabu, and he goes, yeah, you know, Sabu, I'm, you know, I'm clean. I'm off the gas. Sabu's like, fuck you. You're clean like my asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, does that mean he has a filthy butthole? <laughs> that's, that's gross. <laughs> I don't know. He had a little case of swamp ass going on. I don't know. Oh, my. That was uh, that was pretty funny. So, so, what did you end up ordering at the Applebee's? I ordered a uh, thought I order some wrap, some chicken wrap or something. Swamp ass. Well, that's wrap. not bad. Well, that's not bad. A wrap. That's pretty good. That was good. But uh, well, Chris, our buddy Chris, he he ordered. He got the two for twenty. The appetizer, the two meals, just for himself. So I I felt pretty good about myself. Uh, is he a big dude? Oh yeah. Oh, oh, he's he's like six five, or how? He's he's a big boy, and oh, well over three hundred pounds. But he's oh not, yeah, not like obese or anything. He was he was a football player. Yeah, so nice. he's just he's just big. So yeah. what's Abby t- tipping the scales at? Is he still a pretty big boy? Uh he's lost a lot of weight. I know he's having probably with hips. So he was at a you know he was in the you know his walker, you know. Oh, but he's—I wow. didn't know—I didn't know he was almost seventy-eight. Abby, really? Yeah, he's seventy-seven years old. He'll be seventy-eight in uh, January, I believe. Wow. Yeah. Does he he's, still work from time to time, or? No, I—I don't think he can. The last time I heard he 
worked a match, he didn't even get in the ring because he can't get in the ring anymore. I think I saw that he was just on the outside. Like he walked in from the entrance and then just kind of did hardcore stuff around the ring. Well, that works. But the funny thing was every picture that every kid that came up, there were kids like five, six, seven years old, taking pictures with Abby. He would hold a, f- a fork to their forehead. That's awesome. Wow. <laughs> like, wow. This is great. Yeah. But, now, but didn't chill a coffee. We, we had to drive home after the, after this Applebee's experience, which was fucking terrible. The worst Applebee's in the States. It's got to be in Chillicothe, Ohio. Filthy. The waiter was a fucking dick. <laughs> you sure you didn't go to Dick's Last Resort? No, it was definitely. Oh, up. they have those in had, Vegas. Had, I like those. Had the big A with the apple. I'm pretty sure it was okay. Apple. <laughs> <laughs> or but, uh, this, this waiter. Bees. <laughs> well, that was it then, because this waiter must be named after him, because he was a prick. He well, was, was giving late. Shane all kinds of shit. He's, he wanted to leave, wanted to, and I'm like. I was going to say, he, the waiter probably didn't want a table that late and wanted to get out of there and go home. Well, that's not did my he, fault. Did oh, he know, know who you guys were? No. Just curious. No, he, he could care less. He was just – and then he, he was giving Shane attitude, and Shane, then they brought out Shane's food, and the fucking burger was covered in onions, and Shane's like, I'm allergic to onions, which I think was a fucking rib. He was not allergic to onions, but anyway, <laughs> the, the waiter was like – uh, well, you got the brunch burger, and it comes with it. Shane's like, "What the fuck, brunch burger?" So I wanted two burger, two bat, two burger patties with a butt with a an egg. So it was just a big. And they gave a fucking attitude. I'm like, "Oh, here we go." <laughs> so, yeah. So overall, you enjoyed your uh, your stint there in uh, in Chillicothe as far as the meet and greet. So, did you get how many people would you say showed up? Uh, a couple hundred. That's good. Especially yeah. for Friday night. Well, the house, wow. Yeah, the house was good. Yeah. The show was good. Mean greed too long. So how so what did you have at your table? Did you just have your eight by tens you were signing? Yes. That they provided. Did you tell people about your new show? <clears throat> I did. I did. Nice. Did you tell any of the boys at the table your new show? Well, I didn't really have anybody at my table. <laughs> He was well, stuck. You- he was stuck down on the end. And other people. Oh, end. you're at the end. Well, okay, he, you're he at had the to end. run the show, and he yeah. was stuck with at a woman. Applebee's. Did you did you mention that before you got your rap? Did you say, "Hey guys, good seeing you." By the way, buy no. a shirt. No. Okay. Yeah. That's buy a shirt. Of- hey, hey, bo- hey, boogeyman. <laughs> buy my shirt. <laughs> Can't hurt. You never know. Uh, see, see, I'm not. Jerry will tell you, I am not good at that. I'm not a, I'm not well, a salesman. Can't just waltz I, up to him and say, "Hey, I have a new show." You, you know, you got to kind of casually well, bring it I, up in conversation. Right, you could come up and say, "Hey, it's been a while. I haven't seen you. What's going on? What's new?" And then they start talking and then you start talking and then you say, "Oh, by the way, I'm working on this new project with Jerry Lynn." Oh, what's going on with Jerry? Oh, I, I can't hear know. Mikey saying that. I, he would say something like, "Uh, listen to my show, damn it." <laughs> something like that. Like, here, here's the thing with that. Like, I know how the boys are. And then the minute you start saying, hey, I got this. They go, oh, here we go. Yep. This motherfucker's trying to sell me something. <laughs> if well, I had, you, know them, you know them better, so. If I had a business card with That's my information. We, we got to get our. All right. I'll get the business cards going. Business card thing. So if I had my business card on it that had, like, all my contact info. And just having right. the Front Row Material podcast. If I right. gave it to them. Hey, here's my info. You know what I mean? Here's my card. Then they have my email. They have my phone number and they happen to know what the podcast is. 
they listen to it great. If not, no big deal. Right. I'm just that's not my That's not your forte. No, no, it's not. I'm not very social. I'm just not. I'm working like, on you, him. I'm working you're not on social? Him. No, I, I don't I like, have I don't like I have like that disorder on TV. I'm, I, I've been training Mikey at the conventions. Yeah, but you're very good at saying hello. You're just a nice guy, Jerry. I guess I'm just a miserable prick. I guess is the hey, way. Kayfabe, I have a reputation to uphold. Oh, that's right. That's right. <clears throat> Even when we're, you know, when the uh, rush has ended at the uh, the meet and greets, we always still have a good time. So you should have been in Chipotle, Ohio, Jerry. What's your deal? I know. I'll have to talk to Chris about that. Thank God so, he'll be in Philly on Saturday. So there was this kid that came out to me. I was talking oh to God. me. Right? Jeez. And he came over the first time. I met him, took a picture with him. All I said, okay, thanks. You can go away now. <laughs> <laughs> oh Did you God. say that? No, no, no. I didn't say that. Oh, That's okay. what I had to say. Oh, right? okay. Well, because I didn't have anything else to say. I said, thanks for coming <laughs> to the show. I hope you enjoy it. You know. Scram. Yeah, I got I don't think I, I got nothing else. Like I don't know what else to say. All right, Mikey. Have you ever done this? I've done this a few times in the airports or something, walking, you know, going to my gate or something, and I see someone just staring at me. I mean, just won't even take their eyes off as I'm walking by. And I just kind of mutter to myself in my head, I'm going, What the hell are you looking at? And then it fin- that finally the the light bulb goes off. I'm going, Oh, maybe they're a wrestling fan. <laughs> <I've-> yes. <laughs> I do. Oh, God. So they're eye-fucking the shit out of you, and you don't realize that maybe they recognize you from wrestling. That does That's not the first thing that crosses your mind? No. No. The first thing was like, what the hell are you staring at? What? And then the second thing that enters my mind is, thought it was my mother's douchebag, but that's in Toledo. Wow. <laughs> Little Revenge of the Nerds reference there. I told you my mind's full of gee whiz information. So do you stare right back? Do you continue the awkward stare? I don't even stare. It's like you can just feel it. Stare back. No. And then slowly put a piece of candy in your mouth and just keep like chew it slowly. (laughs) Or lick a lollipop like that gif you sent me. Yeah. Oh, that was so disturbing. Hey, hey, that was was so disturbing. Hey, would you fuck me? <laughs> that's, chapstick. that's Buffalo Bill, right? That's, that's right. Yep. Oh my God! No, I just, but this kid was talking to me, and then and then he leaves, and I did feel that 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 sense of relief that he's gone. <laughs> and, and, you hate people, and, and not because he is gone. Oh let me let me let me clarify this: not because he is gone. But that the encounter is over, and I can now sit here now. <laughs> encounter. <laughs> the encounter. <laughs> oh my god! This is this is serious. Oh the encounter is over, and I can now sit down at the end of my table now, and go back to playing Disney Emoji Blitz. <laughs> oh my! Wow. So I must look really lonely because about twenty minutes later he came back. Oh boy. We need. We and do this need time. To- and this time, is he like he, the table? It was a double-sided gimmick, right? It was like a, like a, a kitchen lunch table in the school, where they had benches on both sides of the table. <laughs> this this guy he proceeds to sit down across from me, starts talking to me. It was like a dog sensing fear. 
Yeah. So now, how old, how old? But now he's talking to me and he's saying that he has started training to become a pro wrestler. And now I'm thinking to myself, ah, okay, this is good. Because Want now advice? I can give him some advice. I can ask some questions, things like that. I said, now I have something I can talk to this guy about. So now he starts telling me, he, he asked me about, so Steve Austin has won three Royal Rumbles. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. He goes, well, do you think John Cena is going to be in the 2019 Royal Rumble and, and tie the record? And I'm thinking, going, <laughs> oh, <laughs> is he like the Rain Man of wrestling? I didn't even know Austin won. I don't keep track of stuff like that. Well, neither, why would you ask information about someone else when you're with another wrestling personality? It doesn't make sense. Like, I'm like, okay. I said, I don't know. I said, so how long are you training? He goes, oh, a couple months. I said, how's it going? Good. So do you think the girls Royal Rumble is going to be? <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, why did this guy even get into wrestling school? I thought he'd be asking me questions about training. But I was kind of excited about it. And then oh, he was just asking questions that he could ask his neighbor. <laughs> oh. But then I think, oh, well, here I am to the coffee. They think this shit is real still. So, Well, thank goodness someone does. Yeah, I guess. Luckily, he talked to me. How old was he roughly? I don't know. 23, 24, maybe. Wow. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. That's uh. It was weird. Yeah. Very, it, it, that sounds a little weird. It was a weird encounter. Okay. Let me ask you this. Who got the longest line at the, at the meet and greet? Uh, we, don't, we don't, we don't like to talk about that. Who got the longest line? The I can, I, I can. Do people feel uncomfortable sure? about that? I can always tell you who has the longest line at any event. It's the one with the biggest boob job. Who who had the biggest line? The boogeyman and wow. Billy Gunn. That's actually kind of surprising. Why? Why? The boogeyman hasn't been on TV for God knows how long. Billy well, Gunn, I can see a little bit. But Look at the memorable. gimmick. Look at the gimmick. He was in full getup. He was great. Great with the kids. Scared half of them, but that's okay. He scares me. Yeah. Super nice guy, though. You know who always used to scare the crap? And we might have talked about this. Papa Shango. Oh. I Holy hell. Oh, I my love God. that, that gimmick. Was, that was terrifying. I mean, literally terrifying. I always loved when he'd do his ring entrance. They'd do close-ups of the kids in the crowd, and just the looks of horror on their faces was awesome. I like when he'd hold up the skull and like go into like a little bit of a trance. Yes, in that shaking of the body. Yeah. Bret Hart. Oh, yeah, it's great. To this day, every time I see him, I still call him Papa. I just hate when everyone changes gimmicks and then you got to start calling him by another name. I always had a crush on Mike McGurk. What? That, that, was, that was Leroy McGurk's daughter. You know, he was blind. Oh, here we go with the eyes again. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I- Oh, well, Leroy, Leroy McGurk was blind. Jim Ross uh-huh. used to say that all the time on his podcast. So the boogeyman and Billy Gunn had the two longest lines. Okay. Oh, yes. The ass man always has good lines. Well, you know, he's one of the – I'll tell you what. I've had so many guys on indie shows, like the wrestlers, tell me they're like, I never realized how big Billy was. I said, oh, yeah. he's huge. Oh, he's huge. It's very deceiving because he do, he yes. doesn't move like – he moves like a light heavyweight guy. I've never seen a, a guy his size move like he does. He's incredible. Yeah. He just turned 55. It's not that he's huge muscle-wise. He's he's tall, too. He's got a big frame. Right, yes. He's very vascular. 
Oh, he's always been in great shape. Yeah. Now, I will say this. The longest line I've seen at the Legends of Wrestling was Ric Flair. That was the longest line for hours. People were in line. Really? Uh, hours. Mick Foley, you could walk right up to his table. Sting, you could walk right up to his table. Animal, uh, Eric Bischoff, uh, Million Dollar Man, you could walk up. Not a problem. Maybe their rushes walk were right over up. and they all went to Flair then. No, I was there the whole time. I worked the show. Oh. I was there when, when the guys walked in, they had the tables and everyone was able to go in. They had to go through the whole, you know, the little bank maze that they have those with those things. And you can pick which one you want to go to. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what you have done, Rick's. Mikey, this weekend? What? You should have done like on the last podcast and started getting a lisp and sounding like Flair. That Could was- you please do a Ric Flair impersonation for me, Jerry? I, me? Yes. I'm not good at impressions. Woo! <laughs> what the hell is that? Sound like Casper the Ghost. <laughs> Woo! RickFlairShop.com! Oh, come Woo! on now. Oh, Lord. Let me go with the hair lip again. <laughs> <laughs> Get everything you need! Woo! I change. Oh, no. T-shirts, two for 25! My friend, my um, friend told me when I went on the podcast last week. Did we leave this part in where we, we, we with the guy who would not be named about how he'd be snowed in for weeks? <laughs> <laughs> Which one? We 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 really took. See, here's remember. the thing, everybody. It depends on which version you've gotten. But what I will say is this: which which person snowed in? Are we talking about the fan? Yes. Or are we talking about the other little? Okay, the fan. The, uh, that would that was not that was taken out. Okay, <laughs> which should which should have been left in. But what I but what I said snowed in for weeks. I was like it'd be snowed yes. in for weeks. It was, it was terrible. Weeks. <laughs> it's <was> terrible. <laughs> My God, I said, how much did I have to drink? I'm like, I wasn't drinking that night. That was classic. That was fantastic. Yeah, oh. he just sort of when he does his dusty, he does it too. Solid steel sex appeal. <laughs> Daddy. <laughs> Baby. Good lord! <laughs> so world so there, to. there are some things that we did want to touch upon. I do have some names that I do actually want to let people know that that we will be reaching out to them because they have purchased shirts, which we are very excited about as well. So I'll be getting to that shortly. I'm very upset by this. By what? You're upset by what? About the shirt thing. What's what's wrong? What's wrong with the shirts? Because I like the little comedy bit where I, how many shirts we sold. I said none. I can't, I can't say that now. Now you can't say that anymore because people are buying shirts. How many have we sold? One? Yeah, we got some people who bought some shirts right. and who are truly, truly big followers of the two of you. So we want to make sure that we give credit where credit is due. And since it is our one month anniversary, oh, here we I go. want to throw out there. Here we go again with that. And I'm going to throw out what there again yeah, before the now? end of the show. We just want to thank everybody for sticking with us through the first month. We've enjoyed all of the support and the interaction that you guys have provided us. Continue to let us know your thoughts and feelings over at what, what you don't like that. That's a good, that that's a good thank you message to everybody. No, the thank I'm all for the thankful, the thankful, thanking everybody. Yes. But the right. 30 month, the 30 day anniversary. The, you can blame the Halifax like, Matt then. Okay. I was like your prompted high, to say like, that. It's like your high school girl now. Oh, honey, it's our 30-day anniversary. Oh, fucking Christ. <laughs> I think that's why you made me get a Twitter, so I could feel like a high school girl, too, and he'd fit in. That's right. So do you feel better if I say something at our six-month anniversary or just our one year? Eh. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love it. Thank you. Just just thank our tens of listeners, and then we'll be good to go. 
terrible tens of listeners. Mikey, did you ever do that a lot? Just trying to make your opponent laugh in the ring without the fans oh. knowing? Uh, yeah, I remember Guido was pretty good. How'd you get him? I, it was a house show somewhere. I think it was me and Tajiri against him and Mama Luke. And Guido would always complain, I work too light. <laughs> you can't get for your kicking me, Mike. Too light? Too light, yeah. You'll never hear so, me say that. I know. So I did a thing where I stomped Guido on the head. He was on the mat, and he sold it. And he, he starts kind of crawling away from me. So I just jump up and down on the mat. I just stomped on the mat, didn't kick him or anything, and he sells it. <laughs> <laughs> so Pamba looks like, oh, no. Tajiri looks at me and goes, Riri. I go, I can't it. <laughs> I told you. Their L's and R's mess them up. Yeah. Well, that's what I told Tajiri. I told Tajiri, I said, hey, I said, uh, they're putting the uh, tapes on us tonight. He sounded like Scooby Doo. He went, Riri? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I ripped Guido by doing that, just uh, stomping the mat. But did he laugh? No, he was like, ah. You know how Guido is. Oh, man, I'm going to get in trouble from Paul. He's going to get mad. La, la. He'll oh, never see it. That's why I try. We'd always try and make each other laugh in the ring. Well, yeah. various people. Did anyone ever make you laugh in the ring? Um, no. No? Oh, no. I'm disappointed in myself. Oh, you never made me laugh. Hmm? No. Well, the, the chunky I thing. I probably didn't that. try. Did it? Well. No, actually, it hurt me deeply. You time. probably didn't. We're, if we were, if you didn't leave and go to WCW and we were in that angle, that's when I would have probably started trying to make you laugh in the ring. In between those high spots that you called. Good Lord. Wait, it wasn't just me. It was a joint effort. It's like, whatever you want, Jerry. Well, after that one, we were probably so blown up, there, there, there's no way we'd laugh. I was blown up walking to the ring. <laughs> yeah, right. Fat guy in <laughs> little coat. <laughs> oh, you know, uh, Eddie Kingston? Yes. Okay, so I'd gotten to know him. We always got along great and stuff, and and I always, you know, I always loved his promos and stuff. And uh, we were on so many shows together, but we never got to wrestle each other. So finally, I can't remember what show it was or where. It may have been at the arena in Philly. I'm not sure which can go. God, I can't remember living me. But we were in Battle Royal together. So I already knew exactly what I was going to do as soon as the bell rang. So uh, as soon as the bell rang. I just made a beeline for him. And, you know, there's probably, what, 20 or 30 of us in the ring. And I just, you know, did the stone cold stomp him down till he was on the mat. And then I got down on my hands and knees and I pretended like I was, well, I was choking him and then I pretended like I was biting him. But what I really was doing was I said to him, I said, uh, you're so sexy. I'm so horny right now. And he just <laughs> lost it. He, you could hear him going, Too. and I was like, yes. I wrestled Rob this one time in Detroit. <laughs> I think it was for Sabu's cousin. <laughs> oh, I'm never gonna live that down. How embarrassing! There, Great. There was no. There was no. There was no coffin. There was no skateboard. <laughs> one, one time we were doing a pull apart, and in, in Michigan, it was <laughs> Sabu's cousin, and we were. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh my god! It was, it was a pull apart with Sabu and and we're all you know we got everybody separated. And we got we got Sabu in the corner. It's like, fuck you, fidget, fidget, you fucker, fidget, fidget. And I go, what? He goes, fidget. I go, what? He goes, fuck him and he's a midget, fidget. 
<laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, they had real heat, didn't they? Oh, it was great. They, uh, yeah, they, um, yeah, it would get, it would, it would get <laughs> yeah, it would get quite heated at times. They, uh, before the East, the barely legal pay per view. Uh, you know, I'm not talking about him. You just said it twice. You broke your own rule. Yeah, no, Sabu, I'm done. I'll talk about Sabu all day long, but I'm not breaking my rule. I refuse. No, I'm I'm all for your rule. Oh, will never be mentioned on this program. Great character in Batman movies. Love that. Tony do Tony <laughs> Tony DeVito. <laughs> we have the, the baldy guy. I mean, uh, <laughs> Danny DeVito. Oh well, Tony DeVito, but he, before he, he shaved his head, looks like Danny DeVito. Who the hell is Tony DeVito? It was the Baldies. He was one DeVito. of the, sh- the, sh- the short, the short oh, one. Oh, okay. All the right, short one. Like a little the short one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, my! My my nickname for for DeVito is Troll. Oh wow! <laughs> Very short. I you Troll. Okay. Do you? <laughs> you guys are just. We need to get the mean. We need to get. To, no, we're not. We need for to get DeVito one. If. If we're not mean to you, that means we don't like you. Oh, this is one hundred percent true. Like when we start ragging on people and being mean, that's just us. To like, if I'm really nice to somebody, then something's wrong. Let's see, <laughs> cricket. Do you hear that? You hear that fart in church? Yes. <laughs> you. It was so. Stop it. <laughs> Oh, so I have to give Franny some crap, sort of. It's yes. not really crap. It's a she. She and I were always we got along great all the time. We were like brother and sister, I guess you could say. And uh, so she would come up to me like right before she's going to the ring a lot and ask me if she looks okay. So the night in St. Paul when I was uh, going over on Justin for the title, it's probably it's not long before we're going out. Probably five minutes before the music hits and we're going to the ring. And I'm going first. Well, she comes up to me, and she's wearing these nice long slacks and a skimpy top. And she comes up and says, uh, do I have camel toe? <laughs> and I look down. Wow. And I go, no, you're okay. So I go to the ring, do my entrance, and I'm waiting for them. They come to the ring, do their entrance, and then the, re- the announcer starts doing the introductions. So he introduces me, and as he's... Uh, introducing Francine, I finally see her. I'm just waiting for her to just make eye contact with me. And you can watch this on video. Uh, she, she finally looks at me, and I'm just, I'm just waiting. I'm just chomping at the bit, waiting for her to, so I can get her attention. And as she looks at me while she's getting announced, I raise my arm, and it wasn't really so casually. It was kind of casually, but I raise my arm and I give her the two knuckled camel toe sign. <laughs> <laughs> And you can see her just about, she had to turn away and look away quick. You can see her just about losing it and start laughing in the middle of the ring. Well, there you go. Back to Jerry making somebody laugh in the ring. Got to keep it fun. You know, that's why it's funny. We talk about Papa Shango, how you, you still call him Papa when you see him. Yeah. When you when you meet somebody, you kind of, that's kind of the name. That Like, mm-hmm. you have always called PJ Justin. Always. Right? Yeah. I, can, I think I, I have can never, always called him Justin. Yeah. I have never called him Justin ever because I met him as PJ. So he's always Peach. Yeah, that's true. 
So it's funny when you see him. Like, yeah, I always called him Justin. Yeah. Like, who are you talking about? The same guy? Oh, BJ. Yeah. So it depends on who, how you met them is if you call them their I guess. stage name or you call them their real life. Right. Like, Mick, like Mick Foley. I still call him Cactus. Oh, yeah. I do. Well, that's fine. I, I get that. Like most people call him Mick. Uh, every now and then I will, but usually it's Cactus. No, I still when call I met him, him that's, that was him. What about, what about Sandman? Hack. Hack. Yeah. But they called him Hack in WCW, though. That, that's what they really called him. That's his real nickname, Hack. Oh, I did not know yeah. that. So we were, we were. What's his, what's his real first name? I think it's Jim. And he, he's like big and like reading the Wall Street Journal, evidently. I heard a story about that. Yeah, he's very like he's smart. Very, he loves golf. Very, yeah. yes, very intellectual backstage and he doesn't act crazy looking at stuff. And it's not until he goes through the curtain that he acts kind of silly. But once again, well, hey, oh, that wasn't, you know, he's back in ECW days. Yeah, he was, he was silly and crazy because he would show up, you know, already drunk and have a big giant bigger than a picnic size cooler with a case of beer on ice and a gallon of vodka and a gallon of orange juice. Oh, what? And, and then, so he'd be drinking screwdrivers and then on his ring entrance alone, he'd drink another half dozen beers and then leaving the ring, probably some more beer. And then afterwards we'd find the nearest bar to go party at and he'd start drinking Long Island teas. Yep. Wow. Yes. He did. He did and have one of the best entrances, though. Instead of putting Coca Cola on top of the Long Island iced teas, you put peach schnapps. Ugh. He didn't. He didn't want to waste any space in the glass for alcohol to be wasted on Coke. And I'll never forget when uh, in uh, Manaka at the Golden Dome, he hit the ring, grabs the mic, and the first thing he says in his promo is, "Yo." I'm rolling so hard right now. And I'm just going, oh my God. And I'm looking at Polly's popping like a he's fangirling in the balcony. It was crazy. How about how about the one time Hackett's in the mic? Yo! How many people want to see R V D drink a B E R? <laughs> one E, yes. <laughs> I was like, I was like, <laughs> I was like, no, wait a minute. <laughs> oh that was pretty funny. That was one, the greatest. One time with the arena in Philly. The story might not age well, being the time and age we're at now. But I'm sitting down. Bam Bam Bigelow goes, hey, Mikey, come on over here. I go, well, what's up? He goes, do you know what I did? I go, what? He goes, I, I put a whole bottle of Viazine in Hack's <laughs> vodka bottle. No. I went, oh, no. So he goes, let's, let's see how long this fucking takes. So sitting there. And now Fonzie, <laughs> some other girl, <laughs> Hack, and I think – I don't know if it was Lori or not, but but somebody hack was with or whatever was drinking out of this vodka bottle, right? And I'm going, oh, I don't fucking believe this. This is not good. <laughs> so after about 20 minutes, you see the girls sitting there, and all of a sudden they get this look on their face. <laughs> one takes off to the bathroom. I said, holy shit. Now the next one runs off to the bathroom. I said, holy fuck. <laughs> and, B- and Bama goes, two down, two to go. <laughs> Well, I guess then about 40 minutes into this thing, it hits Fonzie. So Fonzie goes taking off to the bathroom. It's gone. Yo, daddy. <laughs> oh, shit. Daddy. I got to go, daddy. I'm going to shit my pants, daddy. Girls <laughs> are going back and forth. They come back. As soon as they come back from the bathroom, they're running back to the fucking bathroom. And there's Hack chugging this vodka like nothing. After two hours, nothing ever happened. 
Bamra goes, I failed, Mike. <laughs> I go, I go, what do you mean? He goes, Fonzie got it. The girls got it. But Hap's got nothing. He's so fucking pickled, he's immune. <laughs> oh, my God. But that was Bamra, yeah. A whole bottle of ice. No, you put a couple of drops. He put the whole bottle in this giant vodka bottle. Oh, my God. In Hack's big fucking uh, cooler. But yeah, never, never hit Hack, nothing. So was he was he the only one who brought anything extra backstage oh, when no. he would roll into the A lot of guys did, but but Hack's the only one that came in okay. with like this it was literally a giant red or blue cooler, you know, on wheels. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it, was, it was just it was just full of alcohol all weekend and, long. And ice. Yep. But he had to be fun to party with, right? He wasn't one of those guys who got belligerent or nasty when they were drinking. Well, there was this time in Pensacola. Oh Lord. Oh, it started fun, but then it started fun. Yeah, and then oh, it turned. It well, turned. Lance it, and I. This is the first and only time we were in Pensacola, right, Mikey? First and last. Yes, like <laughs> many others. So Lance and I get there, and we just and uh, at the end of the one of the uh, ends of the building was a big stage all the way across, and at the back of the stage was double doors going down a few steps into this big room where we were changing. So Lance and I put our bags in there, and then we thought we'd go outside and go for a walk and check out the waterfront and stuff. And we came back in. Half the crew's surrounding, or a bunch of people are surrounding the double doors. And we're like, what's going on? And they're like, oh, Sandman's running around naked. And my <laughs> first reaction was, so? He does this all the time? When he, you know, he's one of those drunks that likes to get naked. I shouldn't say drunk. When they get drunk, they like to get naked. So, Like we're yeah. for years. Yeah. So it, I thought, big deal. So we, we just cut through the crowd and get in the locker rooms, and I start changing. And, and sure enough, all Hack has on is a fanny pack, and he's got a beer in one hand and a cigarette in the other. And so he's just wandering around the locker room naked with just wearing nothing but a fanny pack. And uh, wow. So, and I'm just watching him out of the corner of my eye because he, first he goes over, I think, to Wild Bill, who's sitting there with headphones on, and he's playing a video game. And Hack goes, walks over to him, and he lifts up the fanny pack and sets his fruit cup on his shoulder. And of and, and Wild Bill gets all upset and you know runs off and and so he starts wandering around again. He's like a little kid just looking for something to do, you know. And uh, I think uh, I don't know who was next. It may have been he found the musketeer's sword, so he tucks it between his legs. And he's waddling around with the sword between his legs and the handle sticking out the back end. So it looks like the sword's up his butt. And now it didn't take long for him to get tired of that. And so he, he wanders over to Simon Diamond, who was engaged to Don Marie at the time. So, and Simon's over there getting dressed. And so Don Marie's seat and her bag are right next to Simon's and she's not there. So Sandman wanders over there, grabs Don Marie's hairbrush out of her bag lifts up his pouch and starts brushing his pubes with him. And then he puts the brush back and looks at Simon and puts his finger up to his lips and goes, shh, like he's not going to tell her. And then I think he wandered over to Rob, who was jumping rope and warming up, and starts starts going back and forth like he's about to jump in it with him and start jumping rope with him. And so, of course, (laughs) yes, exactly. So he does, you know, he tries, of course, and screws up the jump rope. So he he leaves him. Well, I'm standing there with the Justin. We're going over our match, 
and I'm watching him the whole time and I see him wandering over to us and I'm going, Oh no, now what? So he wanders over to us and doesn't say a word. And Justin and I are going over a match and he doesn't say that. He's just standing there staring at us and I'm ignoring him the whole time. Justin and I are both ignoring him. We're like no selling him and pretending like he's not even there. And all of a sudden he goes, Yo, he says, you got some nerve not putting me over when I'm standing here naked. And I and look at him and I don't say a word. I just look right back at Justin and don't miss a beat. And I go, like I was saying, and then <laughs> and same man pops. He's like, yo, that was awesome. And whatever. Anyway, well, Mikey, did you see the ring entrance when it was time for them to go to the ring? Uh, I saw some of it. I didn't remember? really. I was. I was. I don't remember. I didn't. I just remember hearing about it. Oh, so it was what? Is, wasn't it like a six-man tag or something? It was. Uh, yes. Sandman, Dreamer, and Tajiri against Rhino, Jack Victory, and Carino. Yeah. And Carino had the the rope with the him. Bull rope. Yeah. Doing that deal with uh, Dusty. Yes. Yeah, so they go hit the ring, and then the baby faces hit the ring, and of course the heels powder. Well, Steve left the rope in the ring, so for some reason. Dreamer and Tajiri start swinging the rope, trying to get Sandman to jump rope. So, of course, he does. He starts jumping rope. Well, the place erupts and pops huge. So, Sandman was so proud of himself, jump, you know, jumping rope and making the crowd pop like that. He grabs his pants and pulls them down. Now, his underwear is still up, but he pulls them down, and then the place pops loud because he pulled his pants down. So, he grabs hold of his underwear. And Tommy's just begging him, please, no, please, no, don't, you know, of course, you know, because we'll lose the building. So wait a minute. You, if you do something indecent, is there something in the contract that says, if you do I don't that, know, you, will but, not- you know, chances are, you know, we'll lose the building. Right. So Tommy's begging Sandman, please don't do it. And Sandman goes, he kind of nods his head. Okay. And he lets go of his underwear. Well, as soon as Tommy turns, he grabs his underwear, whoop, right down to his ankles. So there, fruit cup and everything, wide out in the open. And because he's already, wow. you know, drunk as a skunk, he trips and falls over. And he looks like a turtle stuck on his back with his legs, <laughs> his pants underwear around his ankles, legs stuck up in the air. And it looks like he's stuck on his back and he can't get up. And Tajiri's over there trying to help pull his pants and underwear up. And it was one of the funniest things I'd ever seen. I was dying laughing so hard. And I thought about all those poor fans and that bought the Golden Circle tickets, got to see Sandman's big brown eye. Wow. Well, Mikey, tell him about how it got ugly. Oh, what happened? I He started after, swinging the stick wild in the match. Yeah, something happened. And then all the, you know, the match was a fucking disaster, as you, as you can imagine. And I just, re- I just remember, like I said, I wasn't really paying attention. I just remember coming in the back and then him and Jack Victory getting into a fight in the bathroom. Well, uh, Pauly sent Big Sal over there to block Victory from getting in the bathroom after him. Yeah, see, I don't – on this one, Jerry, I don't really remember the the details. Oh, yeah, because uh, Jack came back and he – I'd never seen him this pissed – I'd never seen him mad before in my life, but he was pissed. And I guess Hack got a little reckless with how he was hitting guys and where he was hitting them in the heads with the stick and stuff. And he was hot and he was going after, going after him. And uh, Paulie sent Big Sal to go block the doorway to the bathroom. So what? So with the stick itself, that that wasn't gimmicked at, at all. Oh no, 
So when he when he cracked you with, he's he's how hard was he swinging on it? I mean, is he intentionally swinging as hard as he can or what? Uh, it wasn't as hard as he can, but he was he was swinging the fucking thing. <clears throat> Well, plus, it's, See, you okay, know, no, it's, just, it gets reckless, too, because I think he caught Jack something really bad, like right across the face something. But the thing, thing is, he, he did gimmick it a little bit, because when you buy these things, they have these leather bands going up, you know, every six inches or so on this stick, on this cane. And if you leave okay. all those bands on there, this thing is like a, it's like a, a solid stick, like a broom handle, right? Okay. Whereas if you would cut those bands off, those support bands. At least it would mm-hmm. hit you. It would bend, so it would help a little bit. And by a little uh, bit, I mean at least it would bend over your head. Yeah, cracking you wide open. It still sucked though, because instead of having one little it's round sucks. goose egg, you had a long goose egg. It was like a long ridge, swollen ridge on your head because it would bend. But you prefer and, that over? Did you over tell him? Jeez, I only got hit by him once with the stick, but I got hit by Justin. I don't know how many times with the stick. So who was more cautious with the stick? Was 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 PJ. Justin more cautious or yeah, yeah. he was. PJ was but, great because he. But you know he, what? Everyone that worked with Hack a lot always said he was better when he was drunk. Yes, he. But when I worked with him in WCW, he was straight as a pin, and, and he, he was and he was fine. Oh well, then I don't know. And I looked at him. I said, well, they, and I said, what the fuck happened? Fucking four years ago <laughs> in Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> so did WCW, I mean, obviously they had a stronger policy as far as being, you know, did they? intoxicated with, well, you, you guys tell me, was it any different in WCW or did people still go out there unable to adequately perform? That was the only time I know of hack to be so completely fucking out there that it got that bad. Right. You know, anything yeah. else was he was drunk or whatever, but, you know, it was, you know, it, w- it wasn't really a big deal. Right. Let's put it that way. Right. What? So what about the match with Mick? It was the last man standing match. Was he completely just gone at that point? Probably. Because he hit him with a frying pan. And I know Mick probably wasn't trying to, but he, he cold cocked him straight yeah. and he didn't blink. He just, his eyes were just straight ahead. He had that death look on his face and nothing. Yeah. Well, he got not goofy. That's Wait, who, who hit who? Going? Hack, Mick hit Cactus Mick? with uh, Oh, Jesus Christ. Mick hit Cactus. He's like in a cartoon hang, killing himself with a frying pan over and over. Uh, what are you doing? I'm kicking my own ass. <laughs> no, Mick hit Hack okay. with this frying pan. Was it a receipt? Uh, I don't know if it was a receipt. It was just, it was just stiff. It's just one of those things. Oh, boy. But it felt like he was conscious. But he was he he was out on his feet. Yeah, he had no idea what was going on, and it was it was just you know he just got knocked silly. Anyone ever hit you with something wow. like that? Uh, <laughs> can you remember? I'm trying to think. Oh God, here it goes again. No, <laughs> I think Jerry needs to tell no. the story. No, no, the only thing that comes to mind was someone hit me in the head with something that hard and solid was uh, X Pac when he was a Lightning Kid. We were doing this bar show once a month. It was first. It was called George's and Fridley, and then they went to a country theme, and it became Ropers. But uh, we had a big feud there, and we were brawling around the ringside. And the fans were really close. I mean, there was booths. People would sit in. They were serving food and drinks, the whole show and stuff. And he grabbed someone's beer bottle and hit me in the head with it, and it just made that sickening 
kink sound. And I was like, ouch. And so I was going to give him a receipt and I grabbed a pitcher and it was plastic. I was like, crap. I was hoping it was a glass pitcher, but I couldn't fuck <laughs> out. That's a. Uh, Yo, fuck. Now, when you, when you see Sandman, is he, is he still fun to chat with? Is he still? Yeah. Oh yeah. I love Hack. Okay. Yeah, he's always great. Now you saw him at WrestleCade, correct? WrestleCade. Jerry? I'm thinking. Yes. <laughs> see, my memory's not all there. Wow. I think wow. so. Yes. Yes. God, what is wrong with me? Alzheimer's. Call me Al. A man walks down the street, his head's by myself to the middle now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am really scared, guys. My memory's. I, look, I call you Al, but you cannot call me Betty. Oh. <laughs> Just for that, I'm going to. You should. <laughs> the new FRM pod with Alan Betty. Let me ask you this this question. This has been submitted, so I just want to go over a couple things here people have submitted to us. Uh, bah, 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 bah. This one, it goes to Jerry and Mikey. Could you tell us the story about Virgil and Stevie Ray complaining about having to follow his match with Kidman at WCW Uncensored 99? Oh. That's all Mikey. I wasn't there. Yeah, that was not fun. <laughs> so I go to WCW yes and I show up at WCW and for like three months I hear nothing nothing at all so I'm just getting paid at the point I said okay so I get a phone call from Paul Orndorff on like Thursday or something saying you've been added to the pay-per-view uncensored in Louisville on Sunday I'm going, that's kind of interesting. Debuting, I haven't even been talked to before now, but okay. So I show up with Kidman, and we get about six different finishes. Hey, Mikey, you're going over with your finish. Kidman, you're going over with your finish. Mikey, you're over with, you know, hooking the tights. You're, it was, Arnett told us one thing. Then Dusty said something. Then Jimmy Hart told us something. Mikey said, I said, what do we do? He said, we just do the last thing that they tell us. Last thing we hear. I said, okay. So last thing was Kidman up with his finish. I said, okay, no problem. Well, you have the match, and I do what Arn Anderson told me to do, is go out there, put all do what you got to do. I said, okay. So we did. I think we went about 15 minutes. And we get back to the curtain. Heard nothing from nobody. I said, okay, good. Uh, Arn Anderson finally came over and said, hey, Mikey, good job tonight. I said, thank you. Perry Saturn came over and said, thanks. DDP said, thank you know, good, good match, stuff like that. So... This night on TV, I was going to uh, – I was supposed to cost Kidman the belt against Rey Mysterio. But I, I screwed up my heel and I couldn't walk. But they decided mm-hmm. not to do it. I said, okay, no problem. And I did not after that, like nothing really of any significance. So I found out later from Jimmy Hart, nothing ever happened with me after that is because I got buried. I said, well, who buried me? And he was like – I don't know who buried you, but I know Virgil and Stevie Ray were pissed off that they had to follow my match for the battle of the NWO black and white after my match with Kim and they were on next. And Oh, he's in the NWO. He was in the technically. So oh yeah. Yeah. He had friends. You know, so I guess that, that was just that was the end. Went where? Oh my god. Virgil and Stevie Ray? But I mean, could be. I mean, that could be complete bullshit for all I know. But right, let's just say it is true. 
Virgil and Stevie Ray. Yes. Boy, they. And, mm. and not that it was Virgil, Stevie Ray, because they're both good guys. But that that tells you how far the, the NWO black and white had fallen. That it went from Hogan, Nash, and Hall to Booker T. S. D. Ray. That's ridiculous. <laughs> That's the politics of the business. At this point. And I was never, ever, ever a politic guy. I give mm. zero fucks. I know. Me too. I showed up and I worked. Yep. I have no fucks to give pa-rum-pa-pum-pum. Shame on you. <laughs> Sorry. Can't help it. Just popped in my head. No, I mean, it seems like if you just show up and do what you're told, that's a bad thing. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> How dare you well, not whine like a bitch? I should have, I guess, at some, at some points. Well, since we're on the topic of Virgil, is Virgil a good dude? Because it seems like there's a lot of heat he gets on the internet with him going to conventions and whatnot. And a lot of people think he's trying to hold on to something and it, it's just kind of sad. What, what's your take on this? He's a good dude. Like he's, he's always been cool with me. Like I have no problem with Virgil, but here's my thing. Isn't anybody who's doing these conventions doing the same thing? I think, right? no, I, I mean, from I, what I've heard, it's like he'll just show up unannounced and uninvited and whatever and just grab a table and away we go. Oh. But that's just hearsay, so I don't know. I think Scott Hall did a video on YouTube kind of bashing him, and I think it was kind of really distasteful. But, uh, yeah, I never really knew what the inside perspective was on him. If he was a good dude, if he was just kind of a hanger-on type of guy or what, so – I mean, he, he's always been cool with me. But, I have no problem with Virgil. But I do want to thank uh, Mike, who is at JerseyDevil underscore 82 for submitting that question. So now you have the answer to what happened with the Virgil Stevie Ray saga. I got buried, motherfucker. <laughs> why why uh, am I doing Bruce Pritchard doing Jim Cornette? <laughs> I, I have no idea. I don't know where the fuck that came from. Pretty soon. Extra cheese, extra onions. It's going to be like the seven degrees of to Kevin Bacon or whatever that is. You'll be doing seven different people doing different impressions. Do do, do you do a Jim Cornette impersonation? No, but I do Bruce Pritchard doing Jim Cornette. (laughs) I don't know where the fuck that came from. Jerry, this question's for you. Do you remember a hardcore match that was in Michigan where the fans brought weapons? Please share. I'm going to kill you. I really want to hurt you right now. I'm going to break your back and humble you. I fuck you right. in the ass. I'll just you. break your back. My freedom, baby. I'd come out there, break your back. Fuck you, the ass. Make a mess. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I would love it if he would cut a promo on me. Oh, that would be beautiful. Jenny, uh, Jenny, ooh, all right. Jenny Lynn, Pontiac Silverdome, <laughs> chic cousin, out there, the baby, not my chic cousin, Sabu cousin, somebody cut your pockets, baby. <laughs> the family wrong. I hate you, too. Oh, oh my God. Uh, I'm never going to live that down. Oh. From now on, uh, this question. From now on, I'm, I'm going to ask, have I ever told you this story before? This question comes from that effing guy, Patrick Brooks. Uh, and he asks, last week, Mikey was talking about really clicking with Tajiri and having so much fun with him. Uh, at, at real K 
King, Regal, and Tajiri seem to have great chemistry as well during their run in WWE. Do you think that they clicked as well? Do you think he clicked well with both guys? What are your thoughts? Because you guys had different styles. So what was your thoughts? Did you ever watch any of the stuff he did with William Regal? No. Who? (laughs) (laughs) Terrible. I'm sorry. I I didn't hear the first part of the question. Good Lord. Well, I was getting a message from the wife. Yeah. Talk talk about Mikey not paying well, attention. I, was, I just got a message, and she said, uh, how much longer? You said an hour. I said, wrapping up. <gasps> I said, we've been on for like two and a half hours. No, we have not. I've got 15 minutes of, uh, I have 15 minutes of usable material, so we will be wrapping up. 15? <laughs> Great. <laughs> he's going to play the uh, Inside that. He's going to play the Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Everything will be super slow. We have an hour of material. Oh my god! Uh, Max Corbin asks, and I'm just want to squeeze squeeze some of these right. in here before this week's over. Max Corbin, uh, who is a loyal listener to the we, show, we've as blown well, off the as question. well as that effing guy Patrick Brooks. What's that? We've blown off the Tajiri question. Oh, oh I, I we answered the Tajiri question. The I'm all for it. I mean, what? What? <laughs> I'll take the rapist for a thousand. <laughs> That's therapist. <laughs> this is so scatterbrained right now. <laughs> we need a format. But- that being the butt, Bob. <laughs> oh my God. I'll take Edel Bum covers for 50. That's album cover. Did you ever watch the Newlywood show? And the guy would always, you know, they'd ask these, you know, uh, questions to these newlyweds. And they ask, what's the strangest place you've ever had whoopee? And, We're you know, the wife, the wife probably said something about, you know, in the laundry room or whatever. And they, the guy answers, Debbie in the butt, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> what does whoopee have to do with in the butt? No, you were doing a game show reference. I think you might need a whoopee towel after that. Oh, That's what I mean. What, is, what does that have to do with no, in the whoopee? Butt? Not whoopee. Whoop. Oh, he, yeah, he said whoopee. Making whoopee. Yes. Oh. You got whoopee on the mind, oh, my friend. I'm sorry. Yeah, they would just ask these newlyweds questions like that. It, it was, it was one of the relations. That I don't know if I don't think it made TV. Why not? Oh, maybe it did. Maybe it did. Because this was years ago. Do you remember that the original host of Family Feud would always kiss the girls Richard and touch them? I thought yep. that was so awkward. Yeah, it was. Oh, God, because you you had to have known some of those women did not want to be touched or kissed. He was the mean gene of uh, TV shows. Yeah. I guess so. All right, let, let's let let's get to the effing guy, Patrick Brooks. What about him? What was your thoughts on the Tajiri question? What question? What was the question about Tajiri? <laughs> am I, miss- Last am, week, am I Mikey- missing something? Yeah, we both are. I was going to say, I read it and you both listened. Uh, and then Jerry starts talking about somebody getting in the ass no. from, from the, the honeymoon show. Well, and about you both movie. lose your shit. What? How did we get this far off topic? I said, I'll take the rapist for 2000 whatever. That's, that's like therapy. Yeah, that's therapist. I asked therapist. the question. You go into celebrity <laughs> jeopardy. 
Jerry somehow goes into people screwing in no. the ass from the Holly for the honeymoon show. All this guy wants to know is about Tajiri. I don't think he takes it in the butt. <laughs> hey, he's your friend. I don't know him, so I'll read the question again. Please. From the effing guy, Patrick Brooks. Thank you, Patrick. Last week, Mikey talked about clicking with Tajiri and having so much fun with him. Well, at Real King Regal and Tajiri seem to have great chemistry as well during their angle in WWE. What was it about Tajiri that he clicked so well with? Two different guys, two different styles. So do you think – did you even watch any of his work? Like do you fo- Do you guys follow your friends when they do other things just to see how things are going or is it one of those deals where – you know, I'll see him when I see him in person, or do you try to keep up with him? I'll take the rapist for 2000, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what this is, week's episode is brought to you by ADHD. What is how about your mother, Trebek? <laughs> that was Sean oh Connery. Right? Yeah. What? Um, I don't, I can't answer that question. The one question, or I'm I too just, close to it. Mikey, you taught me one thing about wrestling with Jerry. What's it? Because uh, remember, I said Manny, because he's rocked me with those kicks a few times. You said you just got to give him one back, and then he'll be light as a feather. Yep. And uh, the next time I wrestled him, he wanted to do the spot in the mat where he picks me up for a power bomb, but I go all the way through out on my feet. Right. And I even told him, <clears throat> I said that's going to be. You know, near the end of the match, I said, are you going to have enough strength? Are you going to have enough energy to get me up and all the way through and on my feet? He says, oh, yes. Oh, yes. No problem. Sure enough, in the match, he didn't have enough. And I always go up light because one thing I always know is the lighter you go up, the better control the other guy has of your body and can take care of you. Well, he didn't have any gas left in the tank. And so he gets me halfway up, gives up, and he goes to power bomb me, but my head's already gone going down. And so he gives me the one point landing on the back of my head. Ooh. And I was so mad. So when it came time for me to get on the offense, I think I stomped on his head pretty good three times. Well, after that, everything was light as a feather. Yep. He did with me. He uh first time he worked. Second, first time, second time. Anyway, we do a kick. He kicked. I said, "Fuck it!" I punched him right in the face. <laughs> after that, every after that, every kick, perfect, no problem. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, you just. But that was how you, you know when you go over to Japan too. You oh. know, they were gonna they were gonna go unless you gave it back to him. You're just gonna get beat to shit <laughs> all night long every night. When Sean and I first were going to Japan for uh, that Universal Pro, we were lighting everyone up, and I felt so bad because they were light as a feather with us. But we were told, when you go to Japan, you got to lay it in, otherwise they won't respect you, and they will just tear you apart. So we were just killing everybody. (laughs) Uh, You dick. I know. Well, after I realized they liked working light, we lightened up. Or I did, at least. Or Sean didn't. I don't know, but I lightened up because I realized they liked working light in that company. Yeah. I love working light, too. Oh, yeah. That's what I tell when I, when I tell when I was, you know, wrapping it up. I would tell these young guys, listen, you don't need to hit me hard. I said, I'll fall down. I said, in fact, I will stay there until you pick me up if need be. Well, you don't have to hit me. I, if you hit me too hard, I don't know how to sell it. I'll go, ow. 
I know how to and sell it. I leave the ring. <laughs> I'll have that hesitation sell, and I'll go, ow. I'm like, did he really hit me that hard? We got to wrap it up. It's already almost okay. 10 o'clock. Um, I do want to also just really quickly thank <laughs> Philip Cozart, Tanis Palagi. I would also like to thank Josh Ritter. I don't do Pilates. Uh, and Richard <laughs> Mulliken. Uh, and and for the rest already. of you who have gotten shirts, I how know, but I want to make sure I thank them. No, it's the people who got shirts. <laughs> These are people who have gotten shirts and who have supported the show. So once again, thank you so much for buying shirts. We will be getting a hold of you. Be prepared. I cannot even – oh, God. I can't stress. Just be prepared when you answer the phone, and I apologize in advance. Why are you All apologizing? Right. If they bought the shirt, these, but if they bought a shirt, these, these, stop interrupting yes. me. If they bought a shirt <laughs> and they're a fan of the show, they know what to expect. This is true. Right? Mr. Josh Ritter is from a place called Shamokin, Pennsylvania. Am I saying that right? Sure. No? Is yes. it called Shamokin? Fucking okay, why not? Good. What are you smoking? <laughs> <laughs> it's your damn state. Listen, you had your video camera on, video phone on there for a while, buddy. When? We need to chat. What what happened? Every time I get kicked off this damn call, it kicks back on. It's one. It's, Skype is being very weird tonight with you're, me. You're doing, I don't know what the hell's going on. You're doing all on. kinds of weird things over there. I'm not doing anything. I'm very comfortable. You had your whiskey out. You have your blanket on. That's a whoopee. You, you had ready whip out before. All kinds of crazy things. Mike Freeland. <laughs> well, I, I can't see you guys. If we ever put this up, I, I can't be the only one being well, seen. I didn't, I didn't plan on being seen. I'm going to be the naked drummer from The Rocker. You guys will never put yourself up on the screen? Yeah, but I will be prepared if I – Okay. I mean you have a, you have an Afghan on. I'm – okay. Where's my window? I'm I'm turning it off. So it seems like we're uh, – we are wrapping this up. Jerry went to bed. He said, fuck you guys. He's gone? I think he – yeah, he said he's going to bed. You think no. I think I'm kidding. Yes. Hold on. Let me let me pull up my Skype he thing said here. He went to Hold bed. On. He is now I told gone. told you. He said he was going to bed. It's just you, me, and the phone's still trying trying to call Mr. Mulligan. Man. Well, we'll get a hold of him. He's a nice Eventually guy. Eventually, he'll answer. We'll be gone, but he'll answer the phone. <laughs> we'll hang up the Skype call, and he'll be like, hello? 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 This is Mulligan. <laughs> Poor guy. Oh, what shit. What shirt did he buy? Yeah, well, drop pie? He bought drop pie, yeah. Yeah, see. He, he's he's going to get it because he, <laughs> so re- he bought a shirt that's making fun of my demise. <laughs> so who should get credit for the popularity of Drop Pie? Jerry as the as the uh, the person no, who no, me. Uh, birthed me. it or you because it's about you. Unfortunately, it's a 50-50 thing. <laughs> but I get – yeah, it's, it's 50-50. Jerry as the observer, you as the victim. Matt put the shirt together and you did nothing but you get your 82 cents. <laughs> I'd say $1.75, but he bought it on sale during the Black Friday deal. I was going to say, so it's down to like $0.48 cents a that's, share. That's, that's my gripe with pro wrestling tees. They decide to have a sale, so I get shit money. <laughs> that's true. I don't want to have a Black Friday sale. I'd, I'd jack up the prices because everybody goes shop. <laughs> they give these people – See how bad they want it. Yeah. So $7.75, I get $0.82. Cents. <laughs> Before taxes. Yeah. That's right. Before tax, <laughs> you make less than the paper boy. Oh, woo. I want my two dollars. We send papers two dollars. <coughs> Great. 
Is is there uh, is there anything else you would like to contribute uh, before we uh, we wrap this thing up? Oh, I think I've contributed plenty. I think you have. I've enjoyed this. De- December eighth, Jerry and I will be at the Icons of Wrestling in the old ECW arena. I think it's the twenty three hundred arena now. And then I will be up in Long Island for Create a Pro uh, that evening, December eighth, signing autographs before their show. Nice. Not sure what Jerry's doing. He may go home and go to bed. Jerry also always wanted to be on first on the show so he could, you know, make sure he got back to his hotel room so he got a full night's sleep. That's very important. It is. Would you like to be on first or would you rather be on mid-carter at the end? Get me in, get me out. Hey, pin me, pay me, One, right? One, two, three, baby. You know it. Al Snow called it right. The job squad. Well, if you guys are enjoying what we're doing right now, please go ahead and cruise on over to iTunes. Leave us a review. Let us know what you're liking about the show. You can also follow us on Twitter. You can follow Mikey at... Mikey Whiprick. This is... Underline... Under... Underscore? Underscore. Very you, good. Underline thing And you can end. follow... <laughs> ellipses. You can follow Jerry Lynn at... It's Jerry Lynn, and you can follow the show itself at FRM Pod. And remember, if you are interested in the numerous different styles of shirts we have, you can cruise on over to ProWrestlingTees.com. You can go ahead and simply type in our podcast in the search engine and find all of our designs. You also know where you can find Jerry and Mikey, and they will be making live appearances. We'll make sure that we tweet those out as well so you can make arrangements to see them. Oh, and if you're buying a shirt on Pro Wrestling Tees and a coupon pops up when you go to the website, just close it. Go back in a couple days. <laughs> Don't use Don't it. Don't use a coupon. Discount code's bad, bad. Good for you, bad for me. <laughs> All right. That's going to do it. Man. Wow. I think I went through... Uh, went through about a fifth of early time so that's gonna do it for us i am mike freeland on behalf of the boys we will catch you next time on front row material mike freeland baby i'd come out there break your back fuck you the ass man i'm the best see you